Jason's alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming for me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warrior, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're joining me if you stay here. Never come back again. You see, Jason was away Sunday, and today is his birthday. And we are back. Welcome to another episode of Camp Blood Radio. I am your host, Nathan Barker, and joining me at Camp Crystal Lake is the drunk uncle, Byron Kenton Mullins. Hey, what's up, guys? We're back. Oh, we're back again. But we're not going to sing this time. We're not going to drop any Eminem. Uh, Yeah, we don't need to do that twice in a row. But I will shout out Folgers as many times as I want because I love it. So... This episode is being fueled by the deliciousness that is known as Folgers Gourmet. Now, I was at the store earlier today, and I seen Folgers Gourmet, and I'm like, holy shit. Why have I not tried this, what appears to be delicious Folgers Gourmet coffee? So I had to pick some up. I'm sipping on it right now. It's actually pretty tasty, believe it or not, so I highly recommend that. And uh, it pairs very nicely with the Red Velvet Creamer that I'm using. So shout out to the Red Velvet Creamer also. Oh, you're just, you're getting all feminine over there. Oh man, little little almond milk in there. I feel like I'm at fucking Starbucks or something. <laughs> Your balls Ooh. are about to fall off. They're fucking shriveled right up inside me. I'll tell you that. I feel like I'm at one of them doctor's visits that we love so much. We use Keurigs, so I don't know what the fuck I'm drinking. I just pick one of the little cups up and throw it in there. Sometimes I get coffee. Sometimes I get uh, like tea. Or something. Yeah. You know, I, my Keurig, it just hit the fucking dumpster uh, about like a week ago for whatever reason, it just fucking stopped working. So I had to get this new little, uh, I don't know, it's like a four in one coffee maker. You can brew like one cup or you can brew a whole pot. And I tell you what, it makes a big difference and Folgers taste much, much better out of this. It's a bun and I highly recommend getting it. It was only like 17 bucks, but it, I, I'm, I'm not joking. Fucking Folgers taste night and day difference compared to the fucking Keurig. Are you at least drinking it hot? Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm not. I've got mine chilled. Well, it's you know what? It's a. It's at a, a kind of a. It's warm because I don't want to. I don't want to burn my precious lips. So. Yeah, they're sensitive. Yeah, I got a sensitive, sensitive mouth, <laughs> sensitive lips. And I don't want to. I don't want to scorch them, and I look like I got uh, herpes up top, upstairs herpes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Nobody can relate to that more than I can. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. So I, I drink mine kind of warm. Maybe maybe I put like a couple ice cubes in it right after I brew it, so that way it's like not you know it's not it's not torching my my sensitive lips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, this week we had our first Twitter troll, as some of you probably seen, which we're not even going to give this fucking clown the detention that they're that they're seeking because they're obviously a fucking attention whore, little fucking Twitter troll, fucking idiots. She just seemed like a sweet, sweet young lady. Well, you know what? How do you even know it's a she? You don't know what what they identify as. I guess I don't. There was a you're there was a get, heavy... you you're gonna get you're gonna get fucking me too, buddy. Oh shit! I better shut. Yeah, I know there was a heavy filter on that picture, so I guess we don't really know. Not that yeah. I'm one to talk. My 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 picture is animated. So yeah, but okay. yeah, just uh, it was an interesting, uh, entertaining back and forth for about what, what was it? Fucking like six hours. Yeah, I think uh, what you call it quits about 9 p.m. Eastern time. I don't know. And then it pretty much stopped from there. But 
just fucking nonsense. That's one one reason why I don't even really fuck with Twitter. I mean, I have it, but I seriously sometimes are not even on it for like a month because Twitter to me is just like the fucking armpit of social media. It's just full of fucking idiots. Yeah, and I ended up I ended up saying some things I don't feel real great about now. I always feel every time I that's see this is why I stopped arguing on Facebook with people. And I used to do that daily, like, but it just is so time consuming. And, and, and it, I spend, I waste too much time doing it and it's distracting. But, uh, so I was actually proud because yesterday was the first argument I've got in with anybody online in probably about four months. So, um, yeah, that was just, uh, that was a shit show. Yeah. Well, that was our first Twitter troll. Yeah. That's, that was our very first Twitter troll that I'm aware of. And I wouldn't even have known if somebody else didn't point it out to me. Cause like I said, I don't really even fuck with it. Don't really give a shit about Twitter. It is what it is, but the, uh, like I said, we're not even going to mention their fucking name. Um, the purple headed clown, we'll call him that. Uh, but the issue at hand, we'll just address real quick is this person said that we were copying another show because we used the word radio in the name. Not a common, not a common word in podcasting radio. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot more fucking common than probably what most people would think, but there's this thing called internet radio also that's very similar to podcasting. And some people probably think podcast is internet radio. And yes, it kind of is, but there's actually internet radio stations, blah, blah, blah. You can just Google it. You'll see what I'm talking about. But the reason why we kind of changed the name up a little bit, it's still retained camp blood, but radio just kind of opened it up a little bit more uh, new, new people, new ownership, time for a little bit of a a refreshing I guess if you want to call it that and also we're going to see what we can do about becoming an actual internet radio station because there's a process to that so there was kind of a multi multitude of reasons why the name was changed so this person said that and I'm not even going to mention the other show we have no issue with that show never even heard of it never even fucking heard of it until yesterday believe it or not uh there's a there's a shit there's thousands of shows out there. I'm not aware of all of them. So, and I don't really listen to any other shows. I, I, I watch clips of Joe Rogan now and again, but I don't, I don't listen to a whole lot of other podcasts or anything like that. So we're definitely not copying off of the, the content of a show. And frankly, I don't, to my knowledge, there's no other show that is as heavily focused on Friday the 13th as this show. If there is, send it my way because I'd like to know. Now, I know there's a couple others that might have, uh, there, there, there used to be one called TGIF something or other, but I don't even know if that show is still around. And I don't think they focused like on, on Friday completely like we did. And I don't think they had near the following that we do. So anyways, uh, we were not attempting to copy anything. And I just couldn't understand, Kent and I couldn't understand why the finger was being pointed at us when we just, when the main issue was, well, you added radio to your name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there was a, a there was a reasons for that, and we had no idea about this other show. But we're also aware that there's a shit ton of other shows with radio in the name, so it just really made no fucking sense. So fuck off, Twitter troll. That's about all we'll we'll have to say well, about that. Honestly, like I, I, like maybe four or five hours into the arguing, I th- thought maybe that the person that we were arguing with wasn't like all there, and I started to feel bad because I thought maybe. Uh, she was uh, handy capable, and uh, I'm still not convinced she isn't. But um, <laughs> it was just a mess, man. I was, yeah. I was just. It was a good time. It was fun. It was fun. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Like I said, we're just going to leave it at that and say fuck off, Twitter troll, and move right the fuck along. We don't we don't have time for any more of the fucking nonsense. And not going to give people what they want or even mention names, and, and they can just keep trolling and doing their own fucking thing. So, yeah, so yesterday was just the day of fuckery because on top of that, what else did we have? Nancy fucking Pelosi, that oh, fucking Jesus. idiot. <laughs> So here's what happened. So you sign off from the shit show on Twatter and then Nancy fucking Pelosi bullshit. And I just want to say back to back, back to back. So the whole evening was just nothing but a fucking shit show on, on social media. And I, I, I seriously like say what you want. We support the fucking president here on camp blood radio. Don't really care what anybody else's opinion is, but if that just, if that just doesn't piss people off i don't know what what would i don't it was like i thought it was funnier than any it didn't really piss me off i I thought it was funny because like the way she the way she did it was like she ripped it the first time kind of low-key and then she was like oh no nobody saw that i've got to do it again and then she like looked for the cameras and then she looked into she tried to make it as like theatrical and dramatic as possible right (laughs) she just looked like the biggest fucking idiot but it's because it was so childish, you know, the, the, the behavior. <laughs> exactly. I was laughing, dude. I thought it was funny. Well, I fucking hate that bitch anyway. So that's yeah. why it just pissed me off because I fucking can't stand her. I'm not and... even I'm not convinced that that's not just a fucking cadaver that they've propped up and they've got somebody working her mouth from the from behind her because are we sure she's not dead? Like, I don't, well, she looks like a know. cadaver. She does. And I I keep seeing the same meme popping up all over like Facebook and it's Hillary Clinton and, and her. Uh, a 50-50 split and it says Hillary Clinton above her at the top says I'm going to go down as most hated woman in, in history blah 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 and then at the bottom it's Nancy Pelosi and it says hold my scotch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one is fucking hilarious that's my favorite one so hold my infamil yeah, it, yeah. It, and it's not really that I it, like it pissed me off it was just like really now we're going to resort to this right in front of you know I didn't watch the thing I seen it later I didn't watch the I didn't watch it um, live or whatever, but it's like really on a national spotlight stage. You're just, just when we think you can't get any dumber, you go and do something like that. Really? Wasn't surprised. I mean, yeah, it, well, I mean, it wasn't surprising. We're just going to say that we're just going to leave it at this. Just like fuck Twitter troll, fuck Nancy Pelosi moving along. Honestly, uh, though, fuck Nancy Pelosi even more. Absolutely. Fuck her. Fuck Nancy Pelosi more than the Twitter troll. Absolutely. I agree. You can hashtag that one too. Uh, Let's see here. There's not really any any shout outs this week. Uh, Just a couple real quick because we do have a special guest joining us. So we're going to stop, stop clowning around and get right down to brass tacks, but shout outs to Brian Emenheiser, of course, Brian, uh, Brian has been doing a shit ton of fucking, I guess, memes or pictures and he's got a bunch of video clips and he's been a busy guy and he's given given us a ton of fucking plugs and mentions and we really really fucking appreciate it so uh once again shout out to south jersey jason for doing his thing out on the east coast there also shout out again to our friend over in germany mr axel i hear he purchased a camp blood radio shirt so i just wanted to give him a big shout out for that and uh let us know when you get it We'll, uh, we'll we'll post a picture for you. Um, also, our very first shirt model, Dominique Perez, she'll have her her shirt soon. If you want to get the jump and check her out? It's Princess Damo six 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 on IG. She will be the very first official T shirt model. So hopefully we can get those some of those posted next week. 
And that's about it as far as uh, shout outs for this episode. And recently uh, we did the episode where we made recommendations for hockey mask makers. And we just gave, I think it was a list of five of people who we would highly recommend for you to purchase your Jason masks from. And recently we had James Power from, well, what's getting shut down, but Camp Crystal Lake Industries. We had him on. He was on our list. And a longtime friend of mine, good friend of mine, I've spent time with this guy. We drank beer. We hung out. We spent many, many fucking hours on the phone over the last, I don't know, nearly 10 fucking years. He's been on the show years ago, but it was time to bring him back and kind of check in and see what's going on. And that's our uh, that's our big homie, Tim Schultz from Crypt Keeper 9 Productions. What's up, brother? Hello, kitties. <laughs> How you doing, yeah. man? Thank, thank you so much for, uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Hey, you know, it's Good been to be like, back. <laughs> it's, it's been a long time and we should have checked oh in God, with you yeah. before, but you know, we kind of took a break and then the, the show kind of had some changes and blah, blah, blah. And I thought, you know, with the, uh, that recent episode we did where we had you on our list, we need to, that would be the perfect time to bring you back so we can, we can kind of talk about what's been going on lately. So, I guess yeah, we'll just kick yeah. things off with um, what did you think about that episode with our list? Oh, it was very good. Yeah, it was real good. Um, I uh, there were a couple, other, you know, a couple. I I haven't been as active on like Jason Voorhees lives, and um, I'm trying to get back into it and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I I see a lot. There's some, some uh, guys coming along real nice. I mean, there's um, and then of course you have uh, you know Oz and Crash and and uh you know james power i'm sad to see him go man I, uh but at least he'll be around i mean he's not gonna he's not gonna vanish completely uh, he'll be it was cool he said he, he would still do stuff for customers and uh you know but yeah i i, I love the episode I, i've been uh trying to get caught up on some of you guys stuff i <laughs> have a blast listening to it yeah, the especially the the newer stuff. I'm getting a lot of praise. Like I said, since the show has changed, I don't want to say it was a snooze fest or anything before, but it's just got a different twist on it now. We try to try to make light of things. Oh, yeah, and, you guys have fun with it, man. You guys have fun with it. And absolutely, and I know like, a lot of people like that. Oh yeah, I've been getting a great response from it, and things have been moving quite along. Like I said, people are buying merch, and uh, you know it's growing quite a bit since the last time you were on. Actually, it's probably quadrupled or even more than that since the last time you were on. I think that was, God, about four years ago. That was when I, when I, uh, when I think when I first was brought on the crew, probably sometime in 2016. I have to go through back episodes, but uh, but yeah, you know Kenton's on board. I know you know Kent. I know you yeah. and Kent have spent oh, yeah. some time on the phone also. Yeah, me and Tim used to oh, talk yeah, we have... all time back in the day. Oh yeah, <laughs> probably like 2014. Yeah, a lot of good late night drunken conversations yeah yeah something like that two three hours at a time man oh yeah oh that was shit that was that was every other day with tim and i two three hours a time (laughs) literally no joke i bet i'd spend 12 hours a week on the phone with this with with this cat (laughs) time flies when you're having fun and and usually it was it was at 3 a.m yeah yeah yeah, that's about the time we'd start yeah between midnight and, and two or three in the morning yeah that's when i come to life (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's when I come to life, man. I, I'm a, I've always been a night owl. There you go, there you go. I haven't seen Tim in forever. The last time I seen Tim was the back in the the calendar up. It, it's been almost six years. We were at the uh, wow Mask Fest. Yeah, wow. yeah, we were at Mask Fest. Long. 
It's in Indianapolis, 2014. It was the 30th anniversary for Friday Part 4, sitting across from the great Ted White. We got to spend the whole weekend there and fucking hang out and drink beer and just have a good old fucking time. And, yeah, that was a good-ass That was a good ass weekend. Tim Tim drinks fucking um, – what's that fucking beer? They don't, they don't sell it where I'm at, but you brought it to Indianapolis it's, and I got uh, to drink it. It's made it's made by Coors. It's called Extra Gold. It, it, Extra Gold. Have, yeah. yeah. It's the best cheap beer in the world. Oh, man. Have you had that, Kent? Like you know 16, what we're talking about? I've never even heard of it. 16, 16 bucks a 30-pack, and, yeah, it's uh, it's just awesome. It's got a good full body. I mean, it's a good lager. Yeah. And, you know, hell with the light shit. I, I, I do not – what's the point? <laughs> I, I do not do light beer. Well, and I've looked for it in every place. Every time I go to like a new area, you're closer to Colorado than I am. I don't know why that's not right. You guys don't have it. Well, yeah, that's why I don't understand. And even like I've been down. Well, I haven't been to Colorado, uh, but I've been like rural Missouri, kind of over that way, a little closer, and I still didn't find it anywhere. And even on, on some of my travels since uh, since that time, like I said, nearly six years ago. I've I've been all over the all over the place and I've yet to find it. So yeah, I'll mail you a thirty pack sometime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the shipping on that I'm sure would be. Uh, yeah, I know. It'd be way more than sixteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be cheaper for me to just drive the fuck out there. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say you just need to get your ass out here and do some drinking sometime, man. Yeah, no shit. I keep saying I'm gonna do that, and goddamn it. See, what we need to do is we need to just meet. Uh, in in Kentucky, and just call it just just have a little powwow of the minds. You know, we can just all stay okay. at Kent's house, yeah. and we can uh, we can just crash. Uh, we can build a fort. No, no, I room. got two extra oh, bedrooms. Wow. I got I two used to be good at that. Oh no, no, <laughs> we're, I'm not sleeping in the spare bedroom. I'm building a fucking fort on the living room floor. Smart of you because there's jizz everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you got a swiffer? You got them hardwood floors. You just you just swiff them up. You just kind of smear it. It, it I mean, is. I know you got like seven kids. They probably throw up all the time. So I know you're swiffering the shit. He is smeared and draws in the laminate. So. <laughs> oh yeah, but no, lots of lots of good lots of good times. I should say, uh, good nights, good phone calls. Holy shit! Um, and I think I still own. At one time, I had ten of your masks, and I know that yeah. I've sold two or three of them over the years. But I think I probably still have at least six or seven of them. Matter of fact, one of my personal fucking favorite masks to this day is your uh, the Remake. part six uh, pro- part six propeller damage. You just did a fucking okay. fantastic job on that. I thought you were going to say Thank remake you, because I have one of his remakes, or I had I ended up selling it, but I had one of his remakes and it was phenomenal. It was so good. Oh, thank you, man. I did not. I do not own his remake. I have a, an Oz remake. Um, oh, he does. He does fantastic remakes man oh man he, he's yeah. right on point yeah. with those yeah he um, is man he's got the scuffs down i mean it, it's yeah yeah but yeah your part six propeller damage is one of my favorites still to this day and uh i actually had tim i'm trying to think of when it was that i had you make it it was probably around 2014 maybe um but i had i had him do a, a custom mask for me and i wanted basically for him to replicate to the best of his his talents the mask that you see on the cover of crystal lake memories and you did a fucking bang up job on that too oh thank you man 
And that's still something to this day that I think I've maybe only seen one or two other ones, period. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen, I haven't seen many others do that. Um, there's some that, um, you know, like the, uh, part eight poster mask. I've seen some people do that. That was one of my late night drunken ideas that, um, that and uh, the Phantom, the Phantom in the Lake. I actually saw somebody like right after that do that, and they even called it the Phantom in the Lake. I'm like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> Not already. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I remember. And here's, a, here's, here's something interesting that I had no idea about. The other day, maybe a week ago, I don't know, it could have been three days ago, my, my memory. I drank, so who knows. Um, well, yeah. Yeah, so it, it was probably last night or the night it could have been, who knows. So anyway, Kent, Kent will know. Cause this is about, this is about the drunk uncle here. I'm scrolling through. I don't even remember what group it was, but I see a person made a post about a hockey mask. It was a, I think a part eight mask and a part eight hood. And it said hockey mask painted by Kent Mullins. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I, I'm like, that's, a, I'm like, that's gotta be a mistake. He must've did the hood. So I'm, and then I'm like, but I don't think Kent's done a part eight hood yet. So I click on it and I look and then Kent had already commented that he like forgot that he ever painted a hockey mask or something like that. So, if, so the drunk uncle here apparently has painted some, some hockey masks too and, and done that beyond sculpting hoods. Yeah. I dabbled. Um, there are very few of them out there, but uh, I've really enjoyed like my experience with painting hockey masks is, is limited at best, but in my very limited experience, I really enjoyed, I think the part eight is the most fun to paint. Um Yeah. For me, just because you got, you know, you, you start out with a clear blank and then you paint the backside black so that when you scratch that kind of. Uh, I thought it was silver. Or silver. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, well, I would hit it with silver and then cover it with black. Yeah, it is. It is silver. So that we'll, helps. That helps a lot with the lighting. I like with the light, if you hold it up, if you put the black on the back, that's what I do. My favorite one's the final chapter. I, I love to paint the final chapter masks and I always put black on the back of the white to keep it, you know, from, if you hold it up to the light, then the line, yeah. Through. Yeah. That's, that's why I've always, I've always put black on the back of that. So I just, yeah, I just love the process of the eight, the silver, then the black, and then going through the screen. Mm-hmm. I just love the eight hockey mask. I, I love it. Uh, it, and it. And it wasn't one that I liked in the beginning. It kind of grew on me. I didn't like the roundness of it as compared to yeah. all the but it really I like the me. eyes. I, I like the eyes on that one. They're they're like totally well, most all of them. They're they're totally different. That's to me. That's kind of the key to a mask is the eyes. Yeah, yeah. Um, getting them right. I mean, it's 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 tricky. You know, Dremel slips a little bit. And you you mess it up. It's you just uh, bitched up the hot game over. And yeah, you got to turn it into something else. That's you know. And the bubbles. Some of my custom stuff came from screw ups. <laughs> that's that's where some of my custom work came from and screwing something up it's like oh shit what do i do now you know so just make it into something else and not to mention kent's a part eight dick rider anyway he loves part oh, eight. i love part eight yeah manhattan <laughs> it's the only one in the franchise as far as i'm concerned well i'll tell you i've owned one part eight mask ever and i got it from tim and it was it was a blank cast off the hero <clears throat> and i get it and I had it on my display for a while, and then I ended up getting getting it signed by Kane Hodder. So it goes back on display. And then, of course, I got a bunch of people over one night. And, I know. You know I, where the story's going. I remember yeah, the story. I'll go oh, on. man. Yeah. So I got you a bunch mad. of – I was mad in a fucking <laughs> hornet. So I got a couple friends over. We'd close the bar down. So, you know, 4 a.m., fucking people at my house. And 
of course, I got Freddy gloves and all kinds of other shit figures. And you know the the general public. Or they the, started you, fucking with your stuff, didn't they? Yeah, you know, your buddies come over and they're drunk and they want to put the Freddy glove on and they want to chase each other around and they want to, you know, uh, make the figures uh, pose them different ways and have them hump each other and just act like fucking, act like we do, basically. Yeah, I um, hate that. I hate it when people come to my place and yeah, act like so, I do when I go to their place. Yeah, so 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 here's what ends up happening. I can't I can't babysit all these people. I have a handful of people over, and, and my house I lived in the time was pretty good size. So you know how it is. You've got two or three people in one room, and two or three people in the other, and then maybe and then maybe maybe I wasn't even in the rooms at all because I might have been preoccupied doing other things. Who knows? So you know how it is at four or five in the morning. Yeah, I mean that's a weird thing to call mushrooms, but whatever. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> yeah, so so anyways. I, I come downstairs and all of a sudden, you know how you look at, you look at little kids and you know, they did something wrong, but this is a group of adults and they have that look on their face. Like they did something wrong. So I'm like, you motherfuckers. So I'm looking around and I'm like, I know, I know somebody broke something. So I'm just kind of, you know, kind of looking around and I look over and I had two Freddy gloves on wooden hand displays made out of dowel rods or whatever. And one I had a versus glove and I had a part one and on the part one glove the index finger blade was broken off oh yeah and on the versus glove one of the rivets it came out of like the middle finger I think around the knuckle or something and, of all fingers yeah exactly so and then my part eight mask literally on the top kind of like an inch over from the axe wound it had a the, the fucking plastic was torn it was a thin pull of a mask anyway. Tim probably remembers, yeah, but they, yeah, they, they were, it, it was almost like, it was kind of by the, the forehead buckle kind of real close to that. And it almost looked like somebody took a pair of scissors to it. It was a real clean fucking tear. And then it had a, it had a couple dings on like the nose and on the forehead. So come to find out I had a bunch of my backyard was an in-ground pool with a bunch of concrete and a deck. Well, the idiots were outside with the Freddy glove and the Jason mask fucking wrestling around and broke, broke all of them. Were so they, were they fighting? Like, yeah, but I understand, I understand, but the level of fighting that yeah. you have to be partaking in to break all of <laughs> Well, my friends are idiots just like I am, but see, I wouldn't see like if you came over, you wouldn't do that stuff because we know better. But to them, no. they think it's like toys, like a kid. Like they don't understand that this shit costs a lot of money and you can't just go to the store and buy it. So, and you can't go everywhere and find a Freddy glove. And how many houses do you walk into and they have Freddy gloves like right on display or hockey masks or whatever. So to the normal people who might even be like a semi fan or a partial fan, you know how it is. It like literally amazes them that you have this stuff. Yeah. So yeah, they got to put it on, especially the Freddy gloves. Most people think you're sick, but uh, yeah, I had a cable guy come in here and he, I got to talking to him and he makes props and stuff. He, he like makes uh, body parts and stuff. We got to talking. It was really cool, man. And, you know, there are people out there like us. I mean, yeah. So come in, come in and saw this. It was pretty cool. What ended up happening is one of them, I said, you're fucking paying for it because you broke it period. I got one of them to confess. And he said, yep. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll pay you. And he did. He gave me, he gave me a, a fair amount of money for it. And then the part eight mask, I actually sold to someone overseas. I can't remember. I, 
I posted a picture of the tear and I think I put a little bit of glue behind it and tried to close it up or whatever. And, and I made it completely aware that it had this tear, but the autograph was still intact and sitting on the shelf. It didn't look bad, but to me, it just pissed me off. And I remember, I remember talking to Tim and he's like, yeah, I can't really like fix that. And I was fucking just furious, but I ended up selling it and I got a decent amount of money back, but I just, I couldn't look at it at that point. I just had to fucking get rid of it. So that's my uh, only part eight mask that I've ever worn or, or ever had. So if it wouldn't have been for if it wouldn't have been for the autograph, I could have probably you know I could have re, repainted, but to, just to touch up a little, you know, it's going to be splotchy and yeah, to match to it would be really hard. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it could be done. It would take a lot of layers and uh, recoat, and then I then I always worry. Well, if I'm putting a clear coat on it, what if it makes the the autograph run? You know, that's that's tricky business. You don't want to mess that up. Well, I'm just glad that they did it with the Part 8 mask because that was my least favorite of all of them. So uh, it, it wasn't like a total yeah. loss as far as that goes. But that's that's what a bunch of 30-year-old uh, drunk adults will do. They will break your shit. So if you're going to have right. after parties at your house, just pretend like it's college and it's at your college house and just assume everything's going to get trashed even though you're, you're in your 30s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's one good thing about being married with kids. You don't have to worry about an after party of any kind. <laughs> no, because your house yeah. is just going to get trashed regardless yeah, because they're just, they're, yeah. they're Tasmanian devils and they fucking destroy everything anyway. Yeah. It's like having three miniature little drunk dudes running around 24 seven. So <laughs> <laughs> throwing up on the floor, fucking breaking shit. It's falling asleep in weird places. Yeah. <laughs> and in weird positions. Yeah, yeah. All, all like how can you sleep like that? You gotta be your 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 leg and your arm have to be asleep, but like completely asleep to the point where it would wake you up, you know, like it's flat. Why don't you have your pants on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why are you why do you only have a t shirt on? What happened to the rest of you? You have a t shirt and one sock and but and, and bare ass. It, it's it's like living in a fucking fraternity house. It, 24 sure. seven for 18 years for 18 years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially when you have, when you have a bunch of kids like you, it's literally, literally like you, you wake up in the morning or before you go to bed, you, you have no idea what you're going to find. No, it's, it's terrifying. It's like a magic really. trick. Yeah. T- Tim, you don't have any kids, do you, Tim? No, I do not. And that's, yeah, that's my choice. I, I really, I really wanted to stay out of that. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I don't know. Stressful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have, uh, you know, my my girlfriend has some um, some grandchildren, and you know, I I play with them. And it's not that I not that I didn't like kids. I just I just didn't know if I could be responsible enough to to raise one correctly, or I don't know. I just That's what to I stay said. out of that. Man, yeah. I, 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 I can't even get yeah, myself to where I need to be at on time half the time, or can't I, I mean, can't find every, my, my every, socks or shoes. Every parent, you know, takes a huge chance. You know, right at first, I mean, they don't they don't know for sure if they're going to be able to do it. I mean, it's it's a scary thing. Yeah, it's really and, scary. Uh, yeah, it is. And then you know, I didn't want to be one of them guys to get into it and be like, uh, I don't like this anymore because you can't do that. I mean, right. you just be, you just can't. That's not something you can do. Yeah, you can't put so, a two week, get two week notice in that job. Uh, you know, back in the eighties, yeah, you could just yeah, say you were going for a pack of cigarettes. And right. Then... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going down to the Amico to get me a pack of Pall Mall, sweetheart. I'll be right back. Yeah, those days are over. Nobody smokes anymore. No, they vape. Fucking hipsters. 
I, I bet yeah. Tim still smokes fucking cigarettes though, like a real man. Yeah, I'm still still doing it. Bad boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you, you know. go. It's, I'd, I'd call Tim. Back in the day, I'd call Tim. Hey, what are you doing? I'm watching The Walking Dead and rolling cigarettes. <laughs> you roll your own? Yeah, I've been rolling my own for probably, oh, hell, I don't know, probably about 20 years now. That's and a gangster. Yeah. Yeah. You, you ever get, cigarette? Uh, you ever get mistaken them. out in public? Never get what? Yeah, does anybody ever mistake you for out in public for what you're token on there? No, well, they have filters on them. They're... Uh, they're tubes. You buy the tubes, and then you buy a big bag of tobacco. And I oh, okay. okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. They don't look. They don't look like a tube. They look like <laughs> a snoogaloop cigarette. But but even still, I, I carry them in these containers. Uh, there are these plastic kind of waterproof containers, um, and people see that you make your own. They're always asking, you, "Yeah, what are any any wacky tobacco in them?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Always asking you. Yeah, like, no. I've I've smoked some of his cigarettes though they're pretty tasty I'll give him that yeah yeah they're good I you know and I don't think they have near the chemicals in that, that the ones you buy in stores that cost you like eight eight dollars a pack I don't even know what it costs for a pack of cigarettes anymore I haven't I haven't bought any for like I said probably twenty years I've been making my own it just depends on where you're at I mean I've seen them. Up in Chicago, they're like fucking thirteen dollars a pack or some shit. And then I've been down yeah. in other Kentucky, like well, Kent can probably say, it, but Kentucky's those states down in there have always been known for cheap cigarettes. I don't know what a pack is there. So yeah, I, I stopped smoking in two thousand eighteen. Whenever I stopped, there were about four and a half dollars a pack. I don't know what they are now, but yeah, it's about yeah, like early two thousand eighteen. That was about four dollars and fifty cents a pack. Yeah, that's uh, they're they're double that where I'm at, and then they're even more than that in Chicago. Like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they're nearly uh, fifteen dollars a pack up there because I can remember. A couple years. We we talk about uh, we talk. You know, Kent and I like to talk about the fucking late nineties and early two thousands, but in the mid two thousands, I can't remember really what year it was. I think it was oh seven. So pushing into the later part of the, I guess the two thousands, if you want to call it that. But I was in Chicago at a Cubs game. And I ran out of smokes and on the way back a little outside of Wrigleyville, I hit like the first gas station that wasn't mobbed in traffic. And they, and I remember seeing when I pulled up the cigarette, it was $8 and something. And I was like, holy shit. And that was 10 years ago. So, you know, or more than that, if it was 07. Yeah. So 13 years ago. Um, so, you know, they're probably pushing $15 a pack up there by now. I'm sure. Yeah, well, even the, even the roll your own tobacco, like here in Pennsylvania, um, a couple of years back, it went up fifty five percent. And I mean, it went from I could make a pack of cigarettes from for like fifty cents a pack. Like before that, I kind of figured it out roughly. It was roughly that. Yeah. But you know, now even even at that, I mean, it's still a hell of a lot cheaper. But um, you know, to tax something fifty five just overnight you know they gave you about a month of warning so we, we stocked up on you know we stocked up on stuff and yeah uh, so we got to ask you this though do you have dollar generals every quarter of a mile where you're at have they oh have yeah yeah oh that and we have uh, we have dollar tree um what about family dollar. dollar yeah yeah we got i have one of them i could 
almost hit it with a stone. We don't care about them. <laughs> we only care about Dollar General. Yeah, I never even been in that one. That's like the. Well, you know yeah. what? Here's here's what's fucking. This this is what's sad. <clears throat> this just happened a couple days ago. My 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 one that I frequent the most got robbed about three days ago at Knife Point, and I'm like, oh, yeah. you, mother, you motherfuckers! I mean, I might have to go. I might have to go down there and fucking do security for him. This fucking bullshit yeah. threatening my fucking Dollar General like that. Who robs a Dollar General? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And with yeah. a knife, like you can't even get a gun, you fucking dickweed. I mean, come on. Get a gun and go to a bank like a real man. <laughs> go around a bank, you fucking pussies. Stay away there's, from our dollar generals. There's more honor in robbing a fucking Buffalo Wild Wings than Absolutely. there is a dollar general. <laughs> well, let's think about this, okay? So dollar generals taking over the world, and especially in rural areas, small town USA, whatever you want to call it. So in the Midwest... And I know, I know where Tim's at in Pennsylvania is a lot, a lot like the Midwest. But you see Dollar General, all the small areas have Dollar General, Casey's gas stations, and fucking subways. That's the three. It can be a town of 1,000 people, a town of 200 people, or a town of 4,000. That's just like the staple. But now yeah. Dollar General's getting so fucking – they're literally building them in the middle of nowhere. So that's just like – to me, I'm just going to start calling them stop and robs. Just like gas stations out in rural USA, you can just pop and rob real quick and fucking bounce. But really, it's fucking I, the gas station. I'll give you that one. But be a man and rob a bank or rob like something cool. Don't don't rob. Do you guys have sheets? Do you guys have sheets out there? Now we don't have them in uh, Kentucky, but uh, yeah, we have in, we have enough for all of you guys. Yeah, well, I when I like, lived in North Carolina, I lived in North Carolina for five years. They're everywhere out there. Yeah, we, I have I have like five within a mile of me. <laughs> There's like five, and, I, and that's no shit. And they make uh, really, uh, and that's a gas station, correct? Yeah, a gas station, convenient. You know, there's they have uh, subs. You know, yeah, but they've know, got really they garbage subs, like worse than. Yeah, subway. their subs are awful. Like the the freaking bread is so hard. I I just I yeah, they're it's not a, not good, man. But let's think about this. If I'm the clerk at Dollar General and someone comes in there to rob me with a knife, do you really think I'm going to give you the money if you just have a knife? No, we're going to fight. We're I'm not fighting fight. anybody at a Dollar General. If I'm, mean, at, if I'm at Dollar if I'm working at Dollar General, shit probably ain't going well anyway. Probably not. Somebody comes but in with a knife, I'm like, dude, just just take whatever you But need. hypothetically, yeah, I just walk out, I just walk out and say lock up when you're done. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette, take what you need, yeah. and then I'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's think about yeah. this, though. Let's say you're, like, the district manager, and you make, like, a lot of money for Dollar Yeah, $7.50 an hour. Work with me here. Work with me. <laughs> okay. 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 District manager, Kenton, makes, like, 150 k a year at least, maybe 200 k a year. You're, like, Minimal. maybe you're the owner of Dollar General. Maybe you own it. Oh, I don't fuck. care, but you make a if bunch only. of money. And let's say you're in there, and fucking Ted or Todd comes in with a knife and says, empty out the fucking drawer, or I'm going to fucking stab you in the face. Are you just going to let him walk off with your fucking cash register or what? Let me think about it. Think about how many weapons are within, like, it's Dollar General. You could just, like, reach over and just beat the shit out of him with, like, a fucking with a fucking broom oh, or something. Like, yeah, but it's Dollar General, so knife? whatever you use is going to break. It, it might, but... You know, I'm just saying there's probably something within a pretty close proximity that you could combat Ted or Todd with a knife. Yeah, and if it's it's probably a crackhead. He might be. 
<laughs> no, it, it will be. I would say more like a meth user, meth head Ted. So, you know, I nah, don't know. No, nah, dude, if I'm working at a Dollar General, no matter what my title is and somebody comes in with, if they've got a, a, a weathered butter knife, I'm like, just, just take it. Dude. I'm like, this is Dollar General. Just take it. We're well, out. If they steal everything in the store, we're out $13. Well, you're not a very good employee. <laughs> not standing up for your, your property there. Now, if this was like a, uh, if this was like a, a, a Hastings, I know Hastings isn't a thing anymore. I, I put my life on the line for a Hastings. Oh, what yeah. if it was? What if Seven it was Domino's? Let's say you Domino's. I'll, Domino's. I'll fucking go down with the building. And Ted Domino's. comes in. Ted and Todd both come in with knives, like a buck knife, like like fucking crocodile Dundee. Like this is a knife. No, that's a knife. And they yeah, come I'm in gonna, and say, "I'll fight him with a with a with a spork." So you're gonna, you're gonna you're not gonna cough it up at Domino's though, but you'll cough it up at Dollar General. Somebody, if I worked at Domino's and somebody drove by through a Molotov cocktail through the window, I would I wouldn't even leave the building. I would just go down with the building like the captain of a ship. All right. I think I open just... a whole bunch of those crushed red pepper packets in my hand and like throw it in their eyes. I think that's what I would do. <laughs> that, right. That'd be the, that'd be the, that'd be the end of them right there, man. They'd be. Done. I'm just basically uh, just seeing what it takes for him to defend himself. Whether yeah, a he won't pizza. do it at Dollar General, but he'll do it over pizza. Oh yeah, I yeah. Just or, or where, I just wondered where your fight or flight kicked in at. If 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 it takes pizza, I thoroughly understand. It's not even a matter of fighting fight and flight at Dollar General. It's just a matter of not giving enough of a fuck to be willing to fight over it. Like it's not like oh I'm scared. Here's the money. It's like dude, just take the money. Yeah. Like I'm, this is another one right down the street. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. I'll, I'll go work at that one. <laughs> but I mean, just just think like. I don't know. I guess in my head, I'm just thinking, God damn, like, here comes Ted. And you could just start chucking, like, jars of pickles at him, like something that would really fucking hurt, too. Yeah, but are, are, you, willing to, are you willing to die for the $3 phone chargers and the uh, Applebee's gift cards? That's all that's in a Dollar General. And like, well, we, I don't, like we said last week, uh, G.I. Joseph. That's true. But if I, don't act, if I don't fucking activate that gift card, then he ain't getting it. He can go steal them all day long, but I think they got to activate him at the cash register. Yeah, they got to. Yeah. yeah, I'll even activate it for him. Oh man, <laughs> what if what if, he's I, I, if, he, if he forgot them? If he was leaving, he took the register and he forgot them. I'd be like, "Hey, dude, we got fucking gift cards over there. Go grab a few I, of them. I'll I activate them for you. Get the hell out of here." I, I guess I'm just thinking if he's just got a little little knife or something. What can I what can I destroy him with? Just to because you know when the news shows up, you're like, "Yep, I just knocked this dude out with a fucking jar of jalapenos, and then I beat his ass with a fucking." <laughs> pool noodle i don't know it's just something but how cool would that be not to be the guy getting interviewed by the news it's like yeah ted came in and whooped my ass and i or i just cowered down in the corner and let him take all the domino's gift cards (laughs) just saying i don't know i'd probably turn down an interview if i worked at dollar general (laughs) (laughs) um no comment you're in the corner with a black eye just no comment yeah man he came in and took all the shit i gotta i gotta get back in here the third time this week. <laughs> I'll be outside smoking a cigarette on the side of the building with the other employees. Yeah. Take whatever yeah. you need. Take whatever you need. We got cameras and shit. I don't know. Just a little hypothetical there. Got to have a little fun with the old Dollar General. But it's nice to hear that they're spawning at rapid rates in Pennsylvania also. Oh, so. they are. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're, yeah. they're everywhere. Now, I made a Hastings reference a minute ago, and nobody bit. Did they not have Hastings? Or I think Hastings has ended now, but did they have a Hastings where you guys were at? I've no. not where I'm at, but I've seen them. I've seen them before. Okay, so Hastings was like one of the few places you could go to back in the day before they lost. They went out of business everywhere, uh, where you could buy Friday the Thirteenth stuff and Nightmare on Elm Street stuff, Texas Chainsaw Massacre stuff. Hastings was the shit. Are they, they all like, closed now, though? Everyone. Yeah, they're there. all closed now, but they specialized in like pop culture stuff. So you had all the figures. The horror figures and horror shirts and Blu-rays and video games. Hastings was the fucking greatest business that has ever existed, and it broke my heart when they went out of business. Oh, gotcha. Uh, That's why I was surprised that you guys had never heard of it. Spencer's Gifts, I mean, uh, and they're even, they're not near as cool as they used to be. No, but they're not failing, though. I mean, they still have some decent shit from time to time. No, nah, they're more like they they've gotten to be more of a like a porn shop. <laughs> I mean, they're place they're called. I need to, what's it called? Like our like ours is in the back. It's like all sex toys. Where it used to just be all kind of cool little knickknacks and cool black lake posters, which I have like every one of. And and uh, just you know, it, it's changed so much. There's not they just don't have the selection of you know. Things you just don't see all the time. You almost have to get on a uh, things you never knew existed uh, catalog or something in order out of that. Do you have a Jimi Hendrix blacklight poster? That is the question. A Jimi Hendrix? Um, actually, no, I don't. Uh, they, that was one. I, I had. Uh, I have a lot of. I mean, I have anything Metallica to like Zombie. To, you know, dragons and just a do lot you of have an incense burner? That is the next question. I have a what? Do you have an incense burner? Um, yeah, I haven't used it in a long time. <laughs> do you have sandalwood scented incense? No, I, okay. I don't. <laughs> no, that's what I used to rock back in the late '90s. Was the sandalwood incense? Sandalwood, okay. Yep. That and then they started coming out with the cologne scented incense, and I had to rock the fucking uh, cool water incense. I mean, I know, if you were, like jupe, that was if the you didn't cologne. have cool water incense back in the day, or you did not wear a cool water clone, then I don't know what you were doing with your life. Was that the 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 really blue cologne? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's I, that I fucking, have one. That's a prison scent. cologne. I have like one of the uh, scentsy. You know, you put these little cubes of wax into something. And, you know, that's kind of like dirty. a hipstery. That sounds like a hipstery kind of thing. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> I got them all over my house. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. You got them in every room, I'm sure. We really do. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even making a joke this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I don't doubt that because you are married, so I'm sure that your house doesn't look – it might operate like a frat house with random people laying in weird positions and people uh, with random substances on the stuck to the hardwood or dried on the hardwood floor. But I'm sure your wife has normal decorations in there and she probably has some, you know, like you said, you've got one in every room. So you've got, you've got her touch to the house. I'm sure it, it doesn't look like uh you know, like uh like your room did in 2001. We'll put it that no, way. No, no, no. And I'm actually, while we're recording right now, you can probably hear my kids playing and yelling in the background and, and, raising hail uh and i'm sorry for that if that's the case but that being said 
Yeah, if you walk into my house, it 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 doesn't. You would never know that a mask maker and a horror fanatic lives here. Uh, you don't know that until you step step down into the into the you know my little man cave in the basement. Or you wait, until, you wait until the daylight hours and you see this hipstery fucking dude walking out with a cutoff shirt and cargo shorts and chucks and a fucking combing his fucking beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the problem with that is, like we've said in the past, uh, I live in a very culturally diverse neighborhood. It's a lot of uh, primarily like uh, black and Mexican on my street. And I'm sure that to them, I look like a white supremacist. (laughs) And that's really sad. Uh, I don't know how to change that, though. I don't know how to not look so white supremacist. You just wear suits when you walk out of the house every day. Yeah, but then you look like a uh, you look like the man. You know, and not like the man is like, oh, dude, look at that guy. Well, He's cool. That's the fucking man, like the man that's holding us down. That, that's... <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily think that, but I mean, you could be the maybe you're the district manager for Dollar General. Maybe he wears a suit. Maybe. OK. Yeah, maybe. I'm just trying to and, I, and I'm slowly we're fa- we're fairly new to the neighborhood. I'm slowly breaking the ice. I invited uh, many of uh, this is um, this isn't a joke either. L- last year we had a barbecue. I wanted to have a barbecue for everybody in my neighborhood, right? So uh, I wanted to have a grill out in the backyard and let our kids play and get to know everybody. And none of them, none of them were interested in fucking Caucasian barbecue. None of them. <laughs> yeah, because well, we just ain't got that. We probably under seasoned it. If we're being oh, yeah. honest, we probably well, in reality they're thinking the backs of their head like. Yeah, we ain't going over to the American History X house. Fuck that. Fuck that. We ain't going over there. Well, I guess in other co- communities, too, uh, in other cultures, I guess it's just weird. And I didn't think about this at the time because this is very, very Caucasian of me. But for it's just weird for a stranger to knock on your door and be like, hey, you want to come and eat some of the food that I made? Like, that's that's. I think that's a very white thing. <laughs> so most like- of them were just kind of taken aback. Like, who is this fucking cracker? Like but are you neighborly though? Are you neighborly? I'm very neighborly. Man. I'm very neighborly. Yeah. I, I like the idea of a community. I always people have. can't I like, like that. I mean, what the hell's wrong with them? I don't. I I'm not. I don't wave at people. I, I don't. I mind my business. I want to know my neighbors. I, I want. I want. I, I do. I want to. I, I like that. I like that about living in a neighborhood. I, I want them to like. If they need something, I want them to come to me. I'd be happy to lend it to them. And if I need something, I like. I would like to be able to go to them. Oh, but that's right. You you live in an actual neighborhood, like you got yeah, like a everywhere. like an actual like a sub yeah, like a yeah, a sub yeah. like a subdivision. See, I that's that's it. see, I don't. I live in with the country folk, so I can be that dickhead that just drives down the road and doesn't wave at anyone. I can do that. I just yeah, need I the next time. Water. Next time we're having a cookout, I need to let them. I need to preface it with like, listen, we know what seasoning is, and we're not those kind of white people. We put salt and pepper. And, and seasoning on our food so you can eat it it's edible it's edible there you go <laughs> i don't know i'm gonna keep trying so far no luck none of them are interested in in, in us but i want to keep trying all right enough about barbecues and seasoned salt and all that fun stuff let's get back to uh some jason mass some horror stuff and all that cool shit. So, Tim, as you probably recall on the episode we did making the recommendations for the hockey mask makers, we had made reference that you had kind of not been as active on social media, not necessarily gone, but just not as active as you had been compared to, you know, years prior. Um, 
and with, uh, you know, conventions, making convention appearances too and all that good shit. So basically just give us the rundown of what the fuck you've been up to for the last, I don't know, two, three years or basically, uh, you know, where you been, I suppose. Well, I've been, I've been here with the, you know, the website remains open and, uh, you know, as you said, I'm, yeah, I'm not as active on the, on social media as I was. I'm trying to get back into it. Um, but yeah, I mean, just keeping up with orders and, um, you know, just, uh, just keep on keeping on. I, that's about it. I, so nothing's really not changed. Really. I mean, you've, you've been, you've been taking orders. You still had business. It's not like you were out of business. I mean, you just, yeah, the main, the main difference is I don't, I haven't really done, uh, any conventions of late um you know and a lot of that is uh you know my grandmother isn't doing real well and um my parents and i are taking care of her taking care of her and uh you know it's hard to leave her alone for too long because she gets in trouble she's 92 and and uh, she she thinks she's still in her 30s and (laughs) can still do all the things she used to do and she ends up you know, getting in trouble, but, you know. So Crypt Keeper 9 Productions has still been essentially rocking and rolling. You've just taken a break from social media as far as being able to tend to some other things. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've never, I've never stepped away. I've never shut the website down. I mean, any order I get, I still handle it the same as I always did. Do you think? I haven't really promoted or, you know, haven't promoted as much. Do you think, because I talked, when we talked to James Power the other day, and I brought this up to him, so I'll ask you the same thing and see what your thoughts are. And I don't know if Kent and I have discussed this individually or not, but with the flood of new artists, because you and I haven't talked a whole lot in the last couple of years either, several years. And basically, as you know, I think one of the last times that we really had one of our, uh, drink beer and shoot the shit for three or four hours. We were talking about how there's just every time you turn around, there's a new hockey artist, hockey mask artist out there or somebody sculpting hoods or whatever. And it's almost like the market became, I don't know if I'd say if saturated was the correct term, but new people popping up and it just seemed like almost overwhelming there for a while. Maybe not so much now, but backing up say three or four years ago. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, it really was. And, and, uh, you know, there's, several people that um you know with with the whole recasting thing going on and i mean it it is it's disheartening to you know those of us that have been around for a while and but you know we still still keep doing our thing and um you know i've myself and and uh james power especially i mean we've gotten on a couple of those guys that we won't mention names. Uh, but really, I mean, I don't know how much, how much good it really did. I mean, people just want their masks and they don't, they don't really care, um, about the, you know, the guys that are trying to do it, do it the right way. And, um, yeah, it did, it, it, it flooded out, man. It, there's just people, just people coming out of everywhere and and most of those people just see dollar signs is is another big it's discouraging you know i i'll I'll tell you flat out it's never really been it's never been about you know making making lots of money and you know i 
I get more pleasure, I think, out of, you know, I get an email back when somebody receives their mask and they, they open it and they, and they're so happy. And that, that's where, that's where it's at. I mean, that, that's, that's mainly why I do it. And I know a lot of other guys, that's, that's why they do it too. And they take a lot of pride in what they do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there, there are some that, that I know don't. And, most of it's a labor of love, as you know. Um, Kent knows. I mean, all all of us know <clears throat> know whether you're an artist or a collector or whatever the case may be. Uh, most of the independent artists out there, they're if they're doing it as a full time job, they're they're not they're not um, they're not well off by any means. And most of them will tell you yeah. that, hey, just because we have our own business or our own side hustle or whatever, that doesn't mean that we're that we're rich by any means. So, I. Um, James said that the, the flood of new guys or new artists didn't really have any effect on his business. And I was just kind of curious whether it had any effect on yours uh, outside of maybe not being able to promote as much on your own by stepping back on social media a little bit, but just if the wave yeah, of no, new artists had any effect. I don't think it, no, I don't think it really affected. Uh, it didn't really affect me um, in that way. You know, I word of mouth, Word of mouth is a huge thing in what we do. And I I have to say, I mean, I, I have some of the most, you know, some of the most awesome friends. I, I, I call them friends. They're, they're not customers. They're, they're friends that, you know, like, like yourself. I mean, we talk on the phone, you know, um, that's, that's never stopped. And that's kind of how, you know, I landed the Merkins came to me because a really good friend of mine, uh, Joe Johnson, uh, uh, Karma Gigata, you know, recommended my work to him. And, and, uh, basically that's, that's, that's how it takes off. If, if you have a, you know, people that love what you do and if you show them respect and get their orders, get in a timely manner and, uh, they're willing to talk about you and, and, and promote, promote you. I, I don't like to do it myself. I I'm, I'm never been the guy that likes to keep my own horn. So it's, it's nice when people do it you oh, know, yeah. because they want, want to, I mean, I, I know one, one in particular, which, as I said, we're not going to mention his name around these parts, but he, he would bug people to death to do like a, unboxing video for them and make a big whoop out of it and post it. It's like, you know, if they want to do it, cool. You know, that's great. I, you know, I've had some people do that, but I'd never ask. I'd never be like, Hey, you know, <laughs> brag about my stuff. And it's just weird. <laughs> I, I don't think that's. Yeah, no, I, I get it. That's right. I, I was kind of like the uh, the unofficial Crypt Keeper Nine production spokesperson there for a while because I was. Oh yeah, I mean you, and... you yourself, yeah you. I mean. Fuck. And you know I, I I talk about I'd rather talk about you know other other people. I mean like 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 Oz and Crash and you know James Power. I mean these guys they they've been around in the trenches, you know, we've, we've been around for quite a while and, um, 
you know, I, I love these guys and they, they're, I, I really respect what they do. And, and uh, we would love you know. to get a couple that Ken, Ken will tell you. I mean, we've, we've talked about, because I've had people mention Crash, mention, mention Oz and some other people. Ryan Brazier. And, yeah, well, Ryan Brazier. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's, he, he, he's another one. About, Sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, he. no, I'm just talking. What I was going to say was as far as being on the show, and not everybody wants to talk, and I respect that, but yeah. there's been people that have asked, you know, what about so-and-so, what about them? And I've I've asked, and they they – you know, if you don't want to be on, you don't right. want to be on because we would I've love never, to Yeah, I've chat never with both talked to Crash. I've never talked to Crash on the phone. Um, I never have either. Just a couple um, but messages. I've mess. Yeah, I mean, uh, he he's a really good guy. I mean, and, and there's nothing he can't do with. I mean, with his pencil, with his drawings, and and um, I I've got um, some of his. Uh, he, he did some of the eighties cartoons villains a while back. He, he made, uh, Skeletor, Prince, I think was one. Prince, yeah. Skeletor was one. Mumra. That was huge for me. I, I was, I was big into that. And I, I contacted him like, you know, I'd really like, a. can you make shirts? I, I just love it. I mean, no, who, who in the hell in the world has a Mumra shirt, you know? So I thought, uh, you know, I talked to him about it. Well, it was my birthday. Um, I don't know whatever year that was. I'm I'm not even sure what year that was. That, but um, I I said something to him, and he contacted me uh, right around my birthday and asked me for my address. And uh, I'll be damned, man. He he sent me a Mumra shirt for for my birthday. It was like no the shit. coolest thing ever. Coolest thing ever, man. So I yeah. So um. Yeah, he's just always been been a really good guy. I, I really highly, highly respect him and can never say enough good stuff about him. I, I'd love to talk to him on the phone sometime. You, you know, I, I remember, speaking of Crash, I remember when we were hanging out at MaskFest back in 2014, and I, I had said something to you yeah, about yeah. About, a, about Crash's mask or whatever, and you said that you had never seen one, and I happened to have no. one with me because I was getting it not in my person. Not, yeah, I, I never actually held one. You know. Yeah. yeah, and I remember we went out to my vehicle, and I got it, and I remember you standing there holding it, and you were like, holy shit. <laughs> it was oh, uh, yeah, it was, it was a end uh, scene part four. Yeah, it was, it was really, really well done. I mean, he, he cranks them out. I know he's had, like, his specials and stuff around Halloween that, uh, you know, makes like 40 of them at a time and it's like wow and they're all i mean and 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 every one of them is as good as the other i mean there's no slack it's it's, they're very consistent and uh yeah i mean the guy's amazing absolutely um but no man it's good to hear that you know everything's everything's been in order the business has still been there like i said i figured now would be the best time uh to have you back on again just kind of check in and just you know see where in the where in the hell old tim schultz has been yep i've been here man i've I've been around and uh i'm not going anywhere anytime soon well good to hear because i'm I'm probably going to be due for another mass sometime soon so you're uh you're you're obviously on my on my list you know where i am and and i'm always here when you need me man all right, if you want to give a plug, if anybody wants to reach out, if they have any questions, comments, concerns, let them know where they can find you. 
Yeah, just um, HockeyHorrorMath.com or uh, my Facebook page, Cryptkeeper9 Productions. Um, you can catch me on there. And um, Yeah, I'll be happy to help anything you're looking for or if I know somebody else that's making it if I if I don't make it myself usually I can find out somebody that does and and I uh, can give you a give you a recommendation and the drunk uncle you got anything you want to chime in there before we wrap drunk up uncle, what do you got for me buddy uh we love you Tim we're, we're glad you came <laughs> on man it's good to know that you're you're doing good and you never quit uh we've all missed you even though you never went anywhere, we just didn't know it because you went ghost on us. You got quiet. Yeah, yeah, I know. I didn't. I, I'll, I'll do better at that. I swear I will. Well, it's I'm, good to good to talk to you again, man. I, I hadn't talked to you. Yeah, in so you long. too, man. Yeah, I've I've noticed yeah, that he's been a little bit more active lately, so that's that's definitely good to see. So, like I said, we appreciate your time, brother. You got to work back into these things, man. You just can't come back like full bore. I'm I'm just trying to work into it. All right, that wraps up another episode of Camp Blood Radio. So please rate and review wherever you listen to the show at. Also check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Camp Blood Radio. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, whatever the hell, feel free to drop us a line. Unless you're Mark Tefner, don't bother. <laughs>